We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everyone? This is Adam Mades from DNVR, excited to talk to you about American financing. Everyday bills are high, and everything is still very expensive, which is why, if you own a home, I want you to call our friends at American Financing. Interest rates are lower than they've been in a long time. They're saving their customers, on average, $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high-interest credit card debt. Their salary-based mortgage consultants are in it for you. Their job is to save you money. Call American Financing and tell them DNVR sent you today, and you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. That's 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DNVR. Welcome to DNVR Movie Week. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. With me on this particular conversation, Ali Monroy, Adam Marez, a bit of Kale Sorbo for you. And we are going to kick off this new, fun, exciting thing we're going to be doing where we branch out a little bit. We get a little bit out of our comfort zone, but not too far. We're going away from sports, <laughs> but we're sticking with sports. We're talking movies, sports movies, our favorites, our least favorites. This should uh, create all kinds of fun debate uh, between us and hopefully with all of you out there on Twitter or whatever social media you've got. However you can find us, leave comments on the site, uh, hit us up on podcast podcasts, whatever. We're going to be doing a series of podcasts where we pit these movies up against each other. We've got a bracket out on Twitter that you can go and find right now. Do a little bit of bracketology, maybe fill yours out how you think it's going to go. Vote for your favorites because that's going to decide who moves on in this thing. And we're just going to spend the week talking about our, our favorite baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and a few other films as well. We, we have an etc region of the bracket and uh this has been a whole lot of fun to put together and we're just gonna run with it and give you kind of a sense of a little bit of a different element of ourselves here at dnvr and before we get too far into this yeah. drew because your your voice i think me and ali both kind of cracked up as soon as you started <laughs> can you give us your best um movie trailer voiceover performance here oh sure sure if it's in a world one man, one team, one outcome, all the marbles, the all the glory. <laughs> this summer. This summer. Your, your <laughs> so voice perfect. is just so perfect for like radio podcasts. It's just like soothing to listen to. I'm like, ah, yes. Has McChesney and Drew week. ever been on the same pod together? Would it just break your eardrums? That was just it would melting. be like deep baritone in like the most 
I don't know, the best way possible for your eardrums. Yeah. Oh, we can rope Mike Olson into this as well. It'd be a great... <laughs> I don't know. That's a very weird trio <laughs> to put together. But you know what? A lot of we sports. Talk about, yeah. <laughs> Talking about all different types yeah. of sports. It doesn't even matter. Yep. It would just listen to you guys just read the uh, the uh, alphabet or something. It's fine. <laughs> um, but sorry to interrupt. No, this has become incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I promise I don't do it on purpose. It's just how I talk. But, <laughs> but it's great. It shouldn't be uncomfortable. Well, whatever is uncomfortable to you. But it's just... <laughs> Sounds fantastic. So, so I just missed, or par- maybe I haven't missed yet, my voice acting career, a potential acting career. Maybe I could have been the baseball announcer in the movie or whatever. But it's not too late. It, you're right. The voice of the Rockies, Drew Creaseman, 2025. Could be, it's hey, happening. Hey, things are shifting around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm also a huge cinephile. I love movies. Uh, I've always been somebody who, if I love a movie, I'll watch it three, four, five times. Uh, I'll, I'll get to know the ins and outs. I'll listen to the DVD commentary. Uh, I've, I used to keep a list of my top 10 favorite movies of all time and my top 10 favorite actors of all time, and I would update that every couple of years. I don't really do that as much. I, st- I still keep those you lists. You still do that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kale's a big, big theater guy, uh, big into the arts. And I, and I think a lot of us... This will also reveal a lot of fun things about the staff here at DNVR who's oh, seen no doubt. every single movie and maybe Allie. Yeah, <laughs> who hasn't seen many. I, th- I who's mean, never heard of the Bad News Bears. Uh, yeah, you know, putting me on the spot. All Sorry. right. Everyone in the company freaked out at me. I Yeah, I didn't know that the Bad News Bears was an actual movie. Um, I think it's funny because we have a Slack channel and for some reason one night it went off we started talking about all movies and i feel like it kind of got this going because we it was such an interesting conversation everyone has such hot takes about what their favorite movie is what movies they think are trash and so i feel like this is some people are already getting a little upset about the bracket but this is why we did this to start a conversation to share all of our opinions on this type of stuff right i already know that adam and aj are wrong about everything yeah just so far (laughs) so far they've not been right about anything i guess so there's that i my movie takes are phenomenal and i can't wait for the world to discover them do you know i actually wrote a sports movie people don't know this i worked in hollywood for two years right out of college yeah i think I only learned that a couple of weeks ago. You said something about that. Movie. So I, uh, amazing. I, I'm going to be very critical of everyone else's movies. But what was your <laughs> What was your mind. sports movie about, Adam? Well, you know what's funny is it. It's kind of sad because Kyrie sort of made a weird version of this in his his Uncle Drew one. It was about a son and father, where the the like all American dad raised a great son who's going off to college to play, but the son starts talking about how his team was so much better than his father's team and, and back in the day. So they challenge, challenge each other to a game, and it's about the father like finding all of his old high school teammates in different versions of disarray before challenging his son. So I fun. I'd watch that. Yeah. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Drew wasn't very good, but I think yours was would be better. Well, that's what it was. So like that's sort of the story there, right? This old guy comes back, but it's just like, not nowhere grounded in reality and in gross out whatever so yeah yeah that yeah. train has sailed get at me lebron <laughs> we actually had the movie at overbrook which is uh will smith's production company uh Ooh, we had an agent at CAA. We, cool. had, we had we got at least hey. some meetings out of it that's so that's like the smallest token of success i can, I can if it gets picked on. back up and you need an announcer 
for uh, the street ball game. You I wanted it know. to be a movie. We honest to God wrote this movie. I mean, this was 10, 15 years ago. We wanted to write it for LeBron and his son. Like, we had a very long vision for it. And Love now it's it. like, okay, we're on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> like now, LeBron and his That's son are about I, the same age. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I got to act quick. So before we get too deep into the, the sports movie stuff, we figured we'd start out here just by giving you some examples. And I, I think it'll help understand our sports movie uh, preferences and, and even biases when you know what our favorite movies in general are, what our favorite actors in general are. And I'll go ahead and start with this one because I uh, am a weird movie liker, to put it as simple as possible. Uh, the more philosophical... Uh, the l- farther away you are from what I might consider to be the medium film, the the just kind of standard everyday tell a basic story film, the weirder you get, the more I tend to like you. So I have two. I've always had two favorite movies that I can't distinguish between one or the other, and it's Fight Club and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Ooh, both great choices. Great movies. I see. Kale's already in. The, those, and, <laughs> one, and, one for two is not bad. Hey. <laughs> um, both, uh, obviously, um, very strange, built around you know twists and philosophical conversations. Um, don't. Uh, they have an element of them that's not real. Uh, so a, a lack of realism, a, a fantasy element. I'm also, everybody knows, if you know me at all, big comic book superhero guy. I love all that stuff. So, you know, when you look at some of the, for example, Field of Dreams is a, it's a fantasy. It's a uh, non-realism story. And so stuff like that I tend to really, really like. Um, Well, let's do movies first. We'll get back to actors here in a minute. But those are my two tops. We did this, by the way, one time we, we were doing this, I think, late at night. Not everybody in the group was in the chat talking about this, but Fight Club was everybody's favorite movie. I was very surprised by that. And I re- So I had never seen Fight Club. People are... Gonna, <laughs> I feel like people are going to be mad at me. I just... Fight I, people, okay. you mean I me, feel yes. like I have to... Spe- like, I grew up in a Spanish family. Ah. Like, I w- lived in Philly, but, like, the music we listened to was, like, Spanish music. Yeah. The movies we watched yeah, or the yeah. stuff was Spanish. So that's one of the reasons I haven't seen so many of these classics. But I did watch The Fight Club recently. The Fight Club. Uh, the Fight Club. <laughs> I love it. Club. No, no. It's oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I liked it. It definitely was long and, like, I feel like there are certain areas of it that kind of dragged, but there you... R- during it, I was like, okay, I feel like this is just going a little bit too long. But then at the end, you realize why, and everything ties in together. So I thought it was a great movie. What was your? What are your favorites movies? Uh, or uh, your favorite? Um, <laughs> my fa- that's why I was like, someone else go. My favorite sports movie for sure is just uh, we're, we'll talk about it later. But is Invincible, and that's it's an Eagles movie. Uh, I grew up <laughs> watching Eagles. it over and over and over that's again. So funny. And literally still to this day will be like at the edge of my seat. Like, yes, yes, let's go. Uh, Do you think you would like a movie more if it was a Broncos movie or Rockies movie? Because I actually think Bron- no, I think I would. I think I would. Yeah, true story. <laughs> yeah. I believe, or certain yeah. parts of it are based sure. off of a true story. So I, I feel it's a feel-good movie. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying yeah, like I if there so. was a Nuggets movie, it could be like the worst movie ever, and I'd be like, this is pretty good. <laughs> actually, 
Uh, yeah, no, I, I think that that's just kind of true across the board. In fact, one of the things we talked about, because Patrick and I talked about the movie 61, you know, it's all about the Yankees and the legacy yeah, yeah. of the Yankees. And it's like, there's some great stuff about that. But for Rockies fans, like, I wonder how well it's going to do in the bracket. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Like, whatever, man. <laughs> so yeah. the, the reason I chose Invincible is because I ask a lot of people this question, which is ties into what we're talking about. Um, but I will say, what are three movies, like, if we're having a conversation, what are three movies that you would have to show your kids like three mm. movies from all oh. time that you would want your kids to watch and invincible out so of the sports like, wise yeah. <laughs> invincible is in there for me that i would love for my kids to watch yeah. Invincible. that is that's an interesting i've never thought of it from that perspective like what what movies do you like for sure need to make the next generation see as well? Which again, see, that's can a different be like question a, than show your kids though. Well, okay, I'm not fair. Soft war. Get around here, like, kids. It's time to. Time I to feel grow like up. it's really hard to say like your favorite movie of all time because there's so many good ones. So that's the way I see that question of uh, being contrary. like. Well then Adam For me I like so many And I like so many different things about them That it's I I base it off of that type of question Like I would love for my kids to watch Invincible There's a bunch on this bracket that I would definitely have to show my kids But Invincible is just Heartstrings Favorite song like it's that's a weird question because it changes so often right At least I think for most people Like it, it changes Favorite book even is this way? I I have a favorite book, but it's a book I haven't read for 15 years. Sure. And it's like, is it my favorite book if I meant something to me at a sp- specific time? Yeah, that's fair. Um, movies not, though. For me, the movie hasn't changed. It's the same. I have two movies. They're tied. No Country for Old Men and Crimes and Misdemeanors, which is a Woody Allen movie uh, in 1989. Both of them, um, you know, somewhat about, like, the, the world in the absence of god or deity and like morality and that so along your point some like similar philosophical themes but both phenomenal no country for old men i think technically a perfect movie one of the one of the uh between that and there will be blood are two of the most like when i watch it i go oh like this is like immaculate filmmaking they came out the same year too yeah which is crazy look right they're both in like east texas or west texas yeah yeah so Interesting. Another movie that definitely not sports related, but that I will show my kids that I really loved was A Few Good Men. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good. I feel movie, like that yeah. one's Great a classic. Movie. Yeah, it's well, my favorite writer. Mm. Aaron Sorkin is easily my favorite writer of film or television. Easily, I don't know who's in second place. But. Oh, how the tables have turned to the other shoe. <laughs> to the other shoe on the <laughs> other foot. <laughs> uh, go for it, Kale. So my favorite movie is a tie as well. Uh, it's between it's be some Italian. Uh, no, no, <laughs> it's uh, it's Eight and a half. Goodwill Hunting and Birdman. Those two movies. Oh, are, are good yeah, um, Goodwill Hunting is good a very good. Movie. That's a that's like a Goodwill Hunting to me is like Does one of the hate Goodwill Hunting. I don't There's think no so. Right? Yeah. Everybody likes it. That yeah. is another movie that I have watched in the last five years for the first time. Okay, well, coming, that's fine. Yeah, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Uh, but You're coming from. I uh, I used to write plays, and something coming from like both a writing and an acting pers- perspective, I think that movie is so unified in a vision, and I think part of that is because the you know obviously the screenwriters were so heavily involved in every aspect of that movie, and I just think the one vision goes uh, so strong through the whole movie, and then Birdman like. I had an existential crisis after watching that sure. movie yeah, <laughs> the yeah, first yeah, time yeah. I saw it, and like I still love it yeah. to this day. Yeah. No, I mean, can uh, I, in the can, same way. When did you write plays? 
in high school? Um, no, I mean, I, I, I uh, had a concentration in playwriting in college. I had a okay. couple of them premiere at my school, and I published a couple of them. So. Uh, I, mean, I used to write plays, too. Nice. Yeah, yeah. In, in I middle used to school. act in plays. Uh, me, <laughs> should, me as well. We I have seen some plays. Guys? Yeah, I think we should. We should theater is really <laughs> <Yeah>. our calling. <laughs> Brandon, we got to open up a yeah. – get a stage out here for us. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that gives us a good calibration there. Let's talk real quick about some favorite actors. Um, I'm a, and it's going to come up throughout the list too, and was in my favorite movie. Big Brad Pitt fan. Yeah. And it's funny because for me, it's it's definitely a no zealot like a convert situation because when I was real little, he was just the pretty boy and I wanted to hate him. And all the girls talked about how pretty he was. Yeah. And I never really seen any of his movies except my dad was a big fan of Legends of the Fall, which is like the most boring. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> but when you're a kid, it's the most boring yeah. movie in the world. It's just about him riding horses and being pretty. But then when I saw Fight Club... And then I went back and watched movies like 12 Monkeys and some of his really weird stuff. Seven. Seven and um, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. And then he ends Ooh. up in Moneyball, which is mm. written by my favorite writer, Aaron Sorkin, starring my favorite actor. And it's about baseball. So, <laughs> like, my, real, my, a real winner for Drew. My brain just spilled out of its head. Uh, I think it also has music from Explosions in the Sky, which is an incredible band that I love. So, are they the ones that do uh, Friday Night Lights? Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, I know they do Friday Night Lights. I Another think great movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two very high seeds on our bracket. But, yeah, I'm a big uh, Brad Pitt guy and a big Kate Winslet fan. She, Kate Winslet mm. uh, yeah. could act any like in literally choices. anything. Those yeah. are great choices. Kate Winslet, she, uh, she does my, my favorite performance of Ophelia in the Kenneth Branagh Hamlet. Which okay, this is a there deep. This is a very deep cut okay. reference, so okay. I'll stop. Uh, Ocean's Eleven, I think, is the coolest. The new one, new. It's like twenty sure. years old, <laughs> right? Right. It is like I think the coolest movie in large part because Brad Pitt is just just it just can't not be cool. cool. Oh, yeah. It just can't be George Clooney and Brad Pitt. That is like charm levels like off right. the charts. Matt Damon is the the Chris Bosh. Right. Of, yeah. Like he's true. the role player. True. Like, really, Matt Damon? It's amazing. It's love so that movie. It's so fun. It's just like to me that's one of my movies. more rewatchable movies. I love all three of them. I know people didn't like I love all, all four. The Ocean's 8 oh, that came out was really really good too. Sandra Bullock was awesome in that oh, movie. She's, yeah. she's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Um my favorite Actor actresses, one would have to be Mark Wahlberg again. He's invincible. He's in a <laughs> he's in a bunch of good sports hey, movies Mark. though. You're um, doing a good job acting, Mark. I love uh, Brad Pitt too. Kate Hudson, Scarlett Johansson. Scarjo. Uh, There's some. Scarjo. I she used to annoy me like a lot, but recently, uh, like she was one of the best parts of my favorite movie this year. I loved Jojo Rabbit, and she was so charming and so awesome in that movie. I, so she's really grown on me, even just more outside of like the Black Widow stuff. She's obviously like awesome in those movies, but like just as an actor in general, like. Um, the voice work she did in her is j incredible. I love yeah. that movie. Um, Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Have you seen yeah, that movie? Yeah. It's amazing. So Yeah, I definitely like these um, actors and actresses that really can play so many different types of roles. Yeah. Yeah. Every single movie they do can be something so you weren't expecting that. I feel like to me that's what makes a great actor or actress. On the flip side, one of my favorites is Matthew McConaughey, who I just feel like plays Matthew McConaughey. Oh, right, oh, right. yeah. He does it he's so really, well. He's a really he's good so actor. Well at it. It's just that he's, he's so good. Uh, yeah, he he really is so good. The, the McConaughey was big. You know, he, he, he can't be, he's become a a thing. He's become I'll, a thing. He's become a thing. Yeah. Oh no, he's I'll great. He's he's great in several movies. You're right that early on in his career, he's sort of the same character, the aloof, lovable. Right. 
guy that doesn't I shower every day. I did watch Dallas Buyers Club and cry oh, my yeah. eyes out. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a good one. I mean, that's a good one. Uh, also, season one of True Detective. Yeah, he was so red. Yeah. One of my favorite. Brian Konigsberg, one of his favorite uh, shows because of. Yeah. 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 Paul, Paul Giamatti is another one for me I really like. What a great oh, pick. Oh, interesting. Uh, that's yeah. a great pick. Yeah. Sideways, one of my favorites. Billions, one of my oh, favorites. I do He's not really like good. Sideways. Oh, true. This I know. Is, this is the worst take. Oh, ever. I know. I like Paul Giamatti though. So let's. Oh, let's Adam's <laughs> out. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's leaving now. He's like he's, drew he, the takes he, he already. Got up and left the table. <laughs> I'll jump in. Uh, my favorite actors, uh, sort of a, a tie between. Ironically, we just talked about these in the Oceans movies, but George Clooney and Matt Damon. I love both, both of great. them. Sure. I love both of them. Uh, up in the air is like one of my favorite movies of all time, and I, people don't talk about it that much. Um, but. I think George Clooney is incredible in that movie. Um, and then, like, Syriana, he's great in. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the stuff he does that are more serious, and then obviously you just have classic George Clooney, I'm a Charming Man movies, like right. the Oceans movies as well. Um, and then Matt Damon, I just think he's changed so much over the course of his career. I mean, from Goodwill Hunting all the way until a couple years ago where he carried an entire movie talking to a webcam in The Martian pretty right. much, and that right. performance was chilling to me. It's a fun you know? movie. Yeah, fun. <laughs> fun is an interesting word to describe it. Fun, Martian, not fun. It's that's a fun movie. Are you kidding me? Yes, he's in, tight, he's in a tight spot, but that's what makes it fun. It's in a tight spot. I love that you also. He just, did make growing oh, potatoes thrilling <laughs> filmmaking. In a tight spot. That's a great. One. Um, that that's fantastic, and also a great director. We probably don't have time to do our. our favorite directors we'll talk about that stuff some other time but we got to get into some of these lower seeds we wanted to give some love to the movies that just missed out on being in the bracket and the ones we figure are probably going to go out right away i figured we'd start with a a pretty long list of stuff that just missed it and if anybody has anything to say about any of these movies stop me if not you're getting a shout out and that's what you're getting (laughs) getting a breck brew poured out for you yeah we're moving on that's right so uh, the movies in the etc. bracket uh, that didn't quite make it. Uncut Gems is just too new. Nobody's mm-hmm. seen it yet, but mm-hmm. you know we'll, we'll all go out and see that. The rest of the Rocky movies, we got Rocky 1. I didn't put 2, 3, 4, Balboa, any of that. Um, I think that's fair. Rocky Bal- okay, Rocky, Balboa, Sneaky Good. Um, that's I, the only one I'll mention. No, Rocky yeah. 4, I think, is the most famous of the Rocky series, including sure. Rocky. Yeah. Not the best, we, just the sure. most famous. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. I feel like that's the one that a lot of people have definitely <laughs> yeah. seen. But I was, the Rocky movies for me had been bad, like all the subsequent ones other than the original, and then Rocky Balboa came out, and I was like really pleasantly surprised by it, so that's all I'll say. You're yeah. wrong about bad. They're not, they're not like art, but they are, but they're fun. <laughs> they're like fun <laughs> See, again, maybe this is like, for me, it has that Philadelphia tie. Like uh, growing up, uh, my dad loved Every single Rocky, we watch them all the time. So like, have so that I don't tie. Get beat up tonight. <laughs> oh, man. My biggest hot take, probably in, in this entire bracket, is going to be I'm not a Rocky guy. I've never liked Rocky movies Ooh. at all. That is I a just, hot take. I, I, that, that's that, and that I'm what, not huge about it, Bull Durham I was going to say, are you uh, like boxing? Ugh. Do you not like boxing movies? No, there are some or boxing. The they're not my favorite, but I love. We'll have this conversation. I love Raging Bull. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Creed, 
Uh, and Creed was incredible. Uh, So I just actually I think most of it is that I don't like Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that's Mm. fair. I just what do you mean to say that I'm not afraid? (laughs) (laughs) I just can't. I don't know. I just can't do it. Um, Your sly impression, (laughs) sneaky good. I I gotta say, it's sneaky good. (laughs) The thing about the Rocky series is that each movie, including the Creed ones, they all fit the era of their time. Like Rocky, the original Rocky is coming out '79. It's very much a '70s movie. It's dark. It's like the, the lighting is like very. Very, very dark and urban and whatever. And then, like, the 80, you get by Rocky Four and you're in the middle of the 80s, and it's, like, r- hair metal and just, yep. like, fun. And, like, let's have a little moral that's very easy to digest It's like here. a small amount of story just connecting yeah. a bunch of montages. Well, exactly. So nineteen, <laughs> the, the number three one is, like, 50% montage. Yeah, 100%. There's, there's one run of montages that's, like, 15 minutes long with m- – there's one scene in there, the, the beach scene where he runs and then cries – that breaks up three montages. <laughs> um, before we move on from uh, some of the boxing, just Rocky reminds me of Southpaw, which I know isn't on here, but I got to pour one out. I loved Southpaw. Okay, yeah, so I was, even make the, the I was super excited about Southpaw when it came out because I thought the trailer looked incredible. I was like, this is the next great boxing movie. And then I was like... I've rewatched it since and have kind of come to the conclusion that like it's an okay movie, but because I had such high expectations, mm. when I walked out of that movie, I was like pissed That's off. That's definitely. I the was worst. like, this movie sucked. Like, I'm so mad. See, <laughs> I went into the movie in the movie theater, never have seen a, seen a trailer, or anything uh, okay. like that. So I was very. Um, I knew it was a boxing movie, but didn't know much about that, and I thought it was a great movie. Made it's. Every single I've watched it like three or four times now. Still cry every single time Aww. at that certain at part. That I don't want to ruin no spoilers, it but I know anyone, what you're but talking at about. that certain part, I'm just like baby crying. It's a great movie, so just had to pour one out there. All right. This is gonna be a long podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Foxcatcher, which I just don't think enough people have seen, but won a ton of awards, starring Steve Carell, who I'm a big fan of. I love seeing comedic actors go dramatic, but just haven't seen it. Rush is a, a sports, oh it's Chris a race Hemsworth car, Chris great Hemsworth. movie I just okay so you're probably the only oh, one in the office who's seen yeah. it yeah um, I'm a I, big but I'm a big like Formula One fan so like go. that like of course I saw that nobody else he's did. also the person in the office who most looks like Chris Hemsworth I would say fair enough I'm just I mean, like eight inches shorter by and default, fifty pounds lighter <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs> Um, another recent one that came out that I just don't think enough people have seen yet is I Tanya the the Tanya oh, Harding yeah. story oh, yeah. starring Mark Wahlberg about that yeah. Uh, then a Great few, actress. a few more boxing movies. The Fighter just didn't quite make the list because there were too many boxing movies. And The Boxer, <laughs> The Fighters, The Fighter didn't make our list. No, that's, I mean, oh, wow, that that's might terrible. be an omission. That yeah, might be a miss a on real, our part. That's, a real miss. <laughs> that's my fault, though. I, I was gonna say <laughs> everybody had their opportunities There's so many to that, weigh like, in. Sometimes you don't remember. So what you I was remember. fighting for other movies. Okay, the fighter yeah. didn't get an people didn't want Semi Pro on this list, and I was. Fighting hard for it, okay. Oh, um, <laughs> the fighter is like a million times better than. Oh, Survivor. you're right. I know you're right. Brackets, uh, <laughs> oh, I feel terrible now. You should. It's entirely <laughs> your fault. It is. Um, <laughs> damn it! I thought that a was a classic. Right for sure. Chariots of Fire. Again, I think oh, probably yeah. just a little uh, too old for our particular <laughs> office demographic. Uh, I wasn't sure if this fit the world's fastest Indian. It's uh, motorcycle racing. I don't, I don't know if yeah. that quite fits, but it, it's good. Eddie the Eagle is actually a totally oh, solid. Uh, really fun. Taron Edgerton was great in that movie. Great, yeah. yeah. A kid who is a skiing Olympics, uh, Olympic jumper. You know, it's pretty standard, but feel good, heartwarming. Yeah, yeah, movie. it was good. Yeah. 
uh, Invictus, where Matt Damon oh, and those guys play rugby. That's that's another big miss. I that's one of my favorite sports movies. I should have. Kale has thirty favorite sports movies so far. Really not thirty. Twenty minutes. In okay, I'm I'm <laughs> apologize for everyone. Etc. Omissions. <laughs> We've also got Iron Will. That was one of my favorites from the kid. The I did a rod movie uh, with, oh, with the dogs right. and oh, the yeah. yeah. I did a rod. Is that a sport? <laughs> Are we sure that's yeah, a sport? See, that's where, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a race, and it's, you know, it's got a similar structure to sports films. It's competition. I don't know. I mean, what are we going to start bringing in rounders? I mean, that, was on, that was on ESPN for a while. Sure. The World Series yeah, of Poker. I, yeah. I, hmm, now we got to go back and put in rounders. Um, Ali, shout out. Brink. Aww. Why not? Brink could have been. I was going to say, is Johnny Tsunami not on this list? It's, no, it's not. <laughs> um, oh, it's a bad one, man. Here, here was bad. one that, like, if it was just entirely <laughs> my list, it, it would have made uh, Basketball. Oh, geez. oh wow! <laughs> oh, I I recently rewatched that for the first time with my girlfriend. Uh, she hated it. Number one, because she'd never seen it, and number two, it did not age well. Yeah. Oh, oh I watch basically There are a lot of once every two movies. I love that would not year. do I, I well love. in 2020. Yeah. Sports movies in particular, because they breed a certain part of like like 30, 40 years ago. There's a certain like sexism. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of movies that you're just like, um. <laughs> Uh, then we've also got the greatest game ever played, which is um, oh shoot, now I'm blanking on his name. The the actor. It's a golf movie. Oh, the, yeah. the oh with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's actually pretty solid. I haven't, I haven't solid. seen that since I was a really young, little kid. But it's pretty good. It's worth seeing. Um, Secretariat, the Disney movie, uh, didn't make the list. Oh wow, um, I remember that one. Wimbledon, which I think was a is Wimbledon a Woody Allen flick. No, um, right. no. A, there's a I don't know. Match point is, but that's oh, not necessarily about tennis. There's a metaphor on, and they're yeah, using tennis. But. Yeah, so just stuff I was finding. Um, Days of Thunder, which only Brandon and I have seen, starring Tom Cruise, another race car driver movie. It's actually pretty solid. Um, Blades of Glory was one of the uh, we, we did get a few oh other God. will smith silly we talked to semi pros on the list blades so, of glory and talladega nights just missed out wow. can i tell you that those movies are all actually the exact same movie of course they are yeah, they, they are they yeah are. just one is baseball basketball one's racing yes yeah right i mean he plays a zany yeah basketball oh, right. player no, the plots oh, the yeah. plots are all almost exactly the same yeah no, it's <laughs> So Will Smith sports movie. Will Smith Will's sports now movie. Will Ferrell. Sorry, not Will Smith. Um, <laughs> yeah, Will Ferrell. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. Very different people. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Whip It is the last one on there, which is a roller derby movie starring. Oh, that's um, right. Um, what's her name? Juno. Uh, I'm blanking on her name now. Juno. Ellen that, Page. That. Ellen Page. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, football ones that just missed out. Necessary Roughness. Mm. Leatherheads, which is a funny uh, George Clooney one, yeah. but it's yeah. Underrated. Um. Concussion, which Brandon was like, no. Uh, <laughs> he loves everything. I hate Concussion. everything. He loves everything. With Will Smith. And yeah. The, yeah, yeah. That but one. that Leatherheads comes down to my love of George Clooney. Concussion, I, I feel like, was a good movie, but like we have some really, really ridiculous movies. Like, we have like funny. That one was very yeah, serious. Yes, it is. So it's like um, not a part of this list. And then stuff that nobody except Brandon had seen, like North Dallas 40 and Newt Rockney All American. Uh, those are all your football ones. Basketball, there wasn't a huge list. In fact, it, 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 it's a pretty pathetic list it's of also rants for yeah. basketball. You've got Above the Rim, 
like Mike, Airbud, uh, Celtic Pride. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> like, um, you've also got um, Celtic Pride. Yeah, I was gonna say. Wow, that's interesting. Sorry, uh, I'm actually <laughs> like Mike was a good watch if you're like below the age of ten sure. in the well, early two thousands. That's the thing about basketball movies is a lot of them are actually aimed at super little kids. Right. Some of them happen to stick with adults too, like Space Jam, but it's a kids movie. Yeah. Um, but Amazing Grace and Chuck stars Alice English did not make our list, and The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh. Another like just you could wacky have just 70s made movies. Those up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's the thing is they don't they don't have this like staying power, but they're certainly like cult favorite movies. Yeah. you know. Looks like they're I didn't do weird. and also ran for hockey. There really aren't a ton. We got most of the good hockey. There's movies a lot of good. There's good the hockey movies. There's, there's good. The good, good hockey movies are really good. The bad hockey movies people don't even know exist. Exactly. Like that. That's <laughs> kind of what I found there. Um, but I think it'll be funny if we come back next year and do documentaries. Mm. I think that's where basketball will do well. Oh, yeah, basketball sure. documentaries are phenomenal. Wow, for some there reason, are a lot basketball of them. fiction so seems good. to be, yeah. Uh, and then the baseball also rans are Bang the Drum Slowly, Brewster's Millions, Little Big League, The Pride of St. Louis, Mr. Baseball, Mr. 3000, The Babe, uh, starring John Goodman as Babe Ruth. I love that movie. The Scout. Trouble with the Curve, which is a better movie than it is a baseball movie. I like um, Trouble with the it's Curve, not but it's as, a rom-com more yeah. than it is a baseball movie. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, Summer Catch, The Perfect Game, uh, oh, Million Dollar game. Arm. Jesus, oh, so many I like movies. Million so Dollar Arm, Arm a lot. I like, That's a really charming little movie that nobody saw. I agree uh, with John Hamm, and he goes and finds the cricket players um, who can pitch. It's a solid <laughs> movie. There's just too many good That's baseball. Right. Even like the rest of the ma- like Major League Two could easily have been on the list, but there's just too much. I mean, we could have done League. an entire bracket of just baseball. Just baseball. Movies. Yeah. Why is that? Why do you guys think that is that baseball has had such great movies, more of those fiction movies, rather than like so many of them, rather than basketball, who has some solid ones, but not as many. First and foremost, I think visually baseball is the most beautiful sport. It's played outdoors. You can play it in a field that is pretty. And like to film it, it's just easy to film the pitch coming in, the hit going out. Whereas with basketball, you're on a court. Every basketball scene in every movie ever looks very fake and very orchestrated. It's in a tight space. So I think first... The very easiest part is that filming it is easy. I think part of it is the nostalgia of filmmaking for Americana, too. And baseball is a huge part of that. And so I think from a storytelling – well, plus just the open format of baseball, the fact that it's not a a 60-minute game or a 48-minute game, anything like that. The open format lends itself to storytelling. I think it really does uh, because you can do so many things with it. It can be about the game itself or it can be like Trouble with the Curve where it's – really just about these people who are around the game, and yet it's still very much um, about baseball in some ways. It can and be I think, about the money side. There's so many right. angles. So I just I think baseball lends itself as a sport, um, rule-wise, lends itself better to movies than maybe the other big four sports do. Yeah, the, there's culminating plays, too, that, like, lead. if you just talk about drama, like the home run, you know, the clutch home run, there's, it's easy to make a legend out or of baseball. Strikeout, like or the strikeout. Or the strikeout, Either side yeah. of it. There's yeah. such a, yeah. So, whereas with basketball, there's a game winner, I guess, but it's not. It's just not the same as, like, that guy steps to up to the plate. build the drama. The, yeah. the drama is so naturally built in because baseball is a game of situations. I think it's also, it's been around 150 years, that helps. But yeah, you can literally stop between every pitcher. Like, you look at some of the best scenes in baseball movies. It's like, the catcher calls timeout, runs out to the mound. Now the catcher, the pitcher, 
and the, the coach are having a conversation on that. That's a real thing that happens in baseball games, but you can write that scene as a writer or as a director and do all kinds of fun, interesting things because we stop between every pitch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I, I also think there's, going back to the nostalgia thing, like everybody, like one of my favorite scenes in all of sports movies is, uh, hey, Dad, you want to have a catch sure. in Field of Dreams? Um, and that exact moment happens in so many baseball movies and I think it's because like everybody plays catch with their dad or their mom or their uncle or whoever is around to teach you catch you know right and so I think that emotionality of it applies to so many people in American life and even something as simple as that one scene makes it almost universal as a sport I also versus not everybody's that, played basketball right. i never played basketball you right. know I, th I think also that baseball and i talk about this a lot on the rockies pod it's it's so much a perfect parallel to american society somehow we managed to build a game where everybody fails more than they succeed <laughs> and you you do get knocked out like so that's all the tension and drama when we were talking about the movie 61 like you don't have to make up drama around mickey mantle right, right. and about chasing babe ruth's record and standing in yankee stadium like you don't have to write that. It's yeah. all there. And when you look through the bracket, very few of these movies cover professional teams. They're almost oh, all yeah. high school and college yeah. or, or, or earlier. Minor, or minor league Little, even. Yeah. And, uh, like, there's a lot of, a lot of minor league There's not stuff. a lot of movies about the G League yeah. in the NBA. <laughs> not a lot. But there's, there's very, very few great sports movies about professional teams, and they're almost all baseball because yeah. it's just built into the game. Baseball also, I think, is the sport that's most unchanged over the era. So, like, a lot of movies about baseball can go back to the 50s or the right. 70s. Whereas if you go back to 50s, like, in Hoosiers, you go back to 50s basketball, they're shooting underhand. There's, like, <laughs> no the board is all teeny. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you know, right. It's like, it just it feels like almost a different sport. Wearing different and, shorts. And I do feel like you look at the Jackie Robinson era, those type of things, there was baseball was tied to a lot of cultural, political things throughout history. Yeah. Baseball Ray marks the time. <laughs> we'll do the best speech. But that's one of the best speeches of all time. And basically, that's the thesis that in that speech that uh, he gets to give in the People Will Come Ray, it's all about why baseball is just in our soul, whether yeah. you're a huge baseball fan or not. So let's go over some of the ones we know are going out early. <laughs> we think. We think are going out early. Come on, upsetters. You know, we don't know. Get out there and vote. I'm telling you right now, I have no idea how this bracket's going to go. I don't either. Like, there there are a couple things I think are pretty solid bets, but I, I'm going to, I think it's going to tell us a lot about our audience. That's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, let's begin uh, in the basketball bracket, Adam, with you. You've got a couple here. Uh, let, let's actually just sort of put all three of them on the table Love and Basketball, He Got Game, and Blue Chips, which all kind of ended up in middle late seeds. Uh, so some of them are going out first round. Well, Love and Basketball is interesting because I think a lot of people watched that one, as I did when they were in high school. At least people my age watched it when it came out like in high school. And it That's became did, this, yeah. like, like I loved it. It was this great – I thought it was a really cool story. Um, I remember – so my wife and I actually first started dating my senior – our senior years of – high school and i remember watching this movie with her at her house Aww. so like it, it, it you know it's like a romantic she played basketball i played basketball you know it just was one of those it, ones it was you just really love and with. basketball That's it was love it was. and basketball <laughs> i went back and watched it with 
maybe four or five years ago, and it was the biggest mistake I ever made. Oh. <laughs> the movie it's did not like, hold up well. Ooh. Now, I will say, like, the idea of the movie I still liked. I still, you know, like, the plot or whatever, but, you know, the acting's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 like, basketball portion of it's pretty pretty rough. Um, who is, is it? Omar Epps? Is that, is, I believe so. Yeah, that's who it is, right? He, uh, yeah, look at it for me real quick. Really, really did not age well as a great basketball player. I mean, everything he does in there is so awkward and, like, he's so teeny. It's him, right? He's like five foot six. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I, I feel the same way about uh, Wesley Snipes and White Man Can't oh, Jump. Yeah. Where, like, as a kid, I, I didn't even notice it. And as an adult, I'm like, uh, what happened here? Yeah, it's Omar Epps. They're listed. It is Omar Epps. And it's, it, yeah. I mean, he, he's got to be like five foot, five foot six. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. That was one of the things uh, in the 90s and early 2000s that everybody, like, we all used to think Tom Cruise was 6'3 until, like, he came on Ellen one oh, day. Right. And we were all You're like, oh, like, oh God, he's yeah. like 5'4. Like, <laughs> <laughs> These guys are tiny, man. Um, what was the other ones in there? Well, he got game. So Love and Basketball, I think, is a good nostalgia f- flick, but it's, I, I don't know. It's not, yeah. it's not like it one, if, you, if you see it for the first time now, I think you'd be like, what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> come on. Um Underrated part, uh, Dennis Haysbert in the, in the movie. I don't know, I just like him. Just, he's like plays a very there. good like uh, father who used to be in the NBA. I don't know, it's just like yeah. he's perfect in the role. He got game. I think is an actual good movie. I don't think it's great. I'm not. A, I'm not the biggest <laughs> he got. Like there are a lot yeah. of people that you know it's a great movie. This that. I think it's very good, very compelling. Ray Allen. We'll talk about some actors turn or athletes turn actors. Not the best. No, it's it's funny, right? You're you're stuck in that dynamic where like you bring in Ray Allen, so now your basketball looks a lot better. Yeah, but oh, no. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's gonna look better in these other movies. But now this this guy's got to act. It does capture to me though a specific era in time. Yeah. Of that like late '90s, 2000s, like high school AAU players being propped up like crazy it, it captures that really really well blue chips i really wanted to get to this one before we recorded the show and i didn't so i can't say it with fresh eyes but i will say that i really enjoyed blue chips when it came in Shaq does i think a pretty good job as i recall like he's actually pretty good uh in the movie shacked in a fool <laughs> <laughs> um but those i think uh, the funny thing of all those i think blue chips the most underrated love and basketball probably the most known but didn't hold up it's funny me. that there really isn't that many college basketball movies or college football movies it yeah, is mainly just the pros yeah. how big they are and just you know i guess it there should be. I was thinking more of like the you can't do like true stories really with those athletes because then you're profiting off their likeness, that type of style <laughs> of the double maybe, maybe This is actually why is none of us want to like get it's an uncomfortable topic of right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But even like fictional ones, there really isn't that many like that yeah. stand out in your mind of college basketball or college football. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It, so, so one matchup in the basketball world I'm really interested in is Mighty Ducks and Space Jam are paired up against each other this round. Yeah. And they're both, like, incredibly nostalgic movies for people, but not actually that good of movies. <laughs> how, no, how dare you, sir? I stand both of those flicks to this day, not based 100% on nostalgia. I have seen both in the last couple of years. They're, if you saw Space Jam and still like it, I don't know fantastic movies. You've got to watch it through the right lens. You, it, it's not trying to. It's a Looney Tunes basketball movie. <laughs> it's not trying to be concussion or yeah. you know or or Moneyball or Friday Night Lights. Like it's trying to be its own thing. Um, I I think Space Jam 
nails what it's going for. And if you're not into what it's going for, that's fine. I, I mean, loved it as a kid. It's, it's I, I, I think it's actually really, really smart in the way that it's made. It's not a smart movie. I, I think the way that it was put together <laughs> was really, really well thought out. And and I think there's a reason it's lasted to this day. I think there's a re and it's not just, oh, people like Michael Jordan. That is Looney the reason. Tunes. What do you mean? That is no. exactly the reason. It's a fun it's movie. Reason, actually. It's actually the reason. That's why people like it is because people like Michael also, Jordan. Also, the soundtrack is dope. Also, okay, just the jersey in general people love because uh, the amount of places that I have seen that jersey Sure. In a college campus is ridiculous. But, you know, Danny did DeVito sell a lot of hilarious. Jordan 4s off of this. It was an entire marketing campaign. Bill and Murray look, I'm is sorry, in that movie. But it is true. If this movie was Paul Pierce and it was Space Jam, people would be like, this is so dumb. What is Paul Pierce doing? <laughs> yeah. What an it's idiot. True. Yeah, it's true. It wouldn't work at all. It wouldn't but work it's Michael all. Jordan, and yeah. so it's it's held up for 30 years. And Bill Murray. If it hadn't been Bill Murray, if it yeah. had been Omar Epps, then <laughs> it wouldn't have been as good. But it's Michael Jordan and Bill Murray and Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. What do you mean? If it, Yeah, you're right. If it didn't have those things, it wouldn't be awesome. But it does, and so it is. Would you want your girls to watch Space Jam? Ooh, that's a good. That's yeah. Yes, that's yes. a good one. In fact, uh, maybe that's a movie I could try to introduce them to. You know, like it, it's funny. I keep thinking of all these like. Right now, yeah. <laughs> there good go. job. You won me over on Space Jam <laughs> because my three-year-old will like it. That's right. But still, it is a movie that holds up to this day to that you can show your daughter. It's okay for things to be aimed at a younger audience. I, we, and we're gonna. Th- you and I had the whole argument. You don't even think Sandlot is a kids movie. I don't. It's Sandlot's not a, kid, a kids no way. movie. Oh, I can't wait. To, we got, we'll do we that argue, later. Are we going to argue this now? Or no. Are we do no, it? no, no, no. Sand, Sandlot, Sandlot will be a different Sandlot conversation. Be Sandlot is a, is a very good movie. It's a great story that captures what sports are about. To I me, agree. that's a good movie. Um, I agree. I may be blanking, but did we tell the audience how we're going to be doing more in-depth podcasts about certain movies? I briefly mentioned that at the beginning, but yeah, we're we're going to have an opportunity to do like one-on-one conversations about some of these head-to-head matchups that should be a whole lot of fun. So we'll get more in-depth on the higher seeds. Uh, we just wanted to make sure we gave a little bit of love to these <laughs> flicks that we're pretty sure are going out. And I, I'll even admit, because... Mighty Ducks and Space Jams are, are two of my favorites, and I, I know that a lot of it is based on sort of the classics and a nostalgia or whatever. I did put them against each other in the first round on purpose. Oh, um, the truth comes out on the well, podcast. well, or, or, or rather, it made sense to me that that's where they would end up, and I was like, yeah, one of these can move on. I'll be very curious to see which one, though. Yeah, um, it's and, gonna be Space Jam. I know. I think it's gonna be Mighty Ducks because in the polls we do on Twitter, Avs well, fans hockey, show yeah. out. Well, I mean, I was already voting on our, some of our polls on Twitter, and they're hard. Like when you're thinking uh. about it, you're just like, oh man. <laughs> Yeah. It's, you're like, who, which movie do I like better? I don't know. It, it's definitely going to be a hard... Like every time I asked our staff to vote on something, I would, I would like give you guys four options. Oh, like yeah. Three, 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 and three. I was uh, like, thanks, everybody. <laughs> 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 Super helpful. Um, Let's see. What's the next one on this list here? Um, Waterboy? Waterboy. Waterboy. Oh. I had seen it when I was younger, but I recently saw it again. And oh, my God. It's just... I, I it, it wouldn't be popular if it was released today. I, lo- I love the Waterboy. It's I, I rewatched it last week and I still loved it. So it's a funny yeah. movie, but there's just certain parts of it that I'm like, oh, 2020 crowd on Twitter. Oh would yeah, be oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, there there are definitely elements of that that haven't aged well. But I'm actually I'm an Adam Sandler defender up and down, left and right. That's I know wild. his, I know the middle of his career has been really terrible. But like people look back on the '90s again. I I don't like the like people go like it's just nostalgia. Like no, it was a product of its time. That it's a, well, those yeah. are different. It really things. was yeah. this type and of movie was definitely. A can product I say of though time. what's and different between him and Will Ferrell? Because I think I stand Will Ferrell too. But, but I'm saying I think they're both the same in that like they're playing all whack character that's like oh look how bizarre i do think that adam sandler's wacky characters there's a bit like there's a bigger difference between the water boy and happy gilmore like those are not i agree the same character uh they're wacky but (laughs) like the same character for sure they're definitely not you know different types of wacky yeah and and so um or, or like I guess Waterboy and Billy Madison are probably pretty close yeah. to each other, right? <laughs> like, like, yeah, little Nicky is sort of, he and he, he sort of went more in that role. That's one of the reasons why I like Happy Gilmore Happy so Gilmore, much. Happy Gilmore, I think, is the best of them. It's, I, I do too. I think it's Wedding legit. Singer, and, those are the only two I, I actually. I would say Happy like, Gilmore is the best. Waterboy also Waterboy has Henry good, Winkler though. as the coach, and he is so <laughs> oh, yeah. hilarious in oh, that yeah. movie. And Kathy Bates, and she's hilarious. Like, yeah, none of it has aged well, <laughs> and like even just kind of laughing at this guy is just sort of uncomfortable. Yeah. But I don't have any love for the water boy. <laughs> that movie's not one that I've uh, that just stuck with. I me. don't think it will make it into the later rounds, but it definitely <laughs> was a funny movie. And rewatching it recently, I was like, as oh, a sports okay. fan, I'll give you my favorite line in the movie. It's when Hen- Henry Winkler is drawing up a play and he's trying and he's just lost as a coach. And, he- and he's trying. He says, he- oh, I'm going to have him fake to the right. No, 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 no. No, I'm going to have him fake to the left. No, no, no. He's not going to fake. <laughs> He's gonna think about faking. He's gonna <laughs> pretend to fake. Yeah. I was like, now that's some that's some good stuff. He's a good character. I'm he's like, a, or he's a good like actor to have yeah, in, he's that, just in that in anything. Role. He belongs there. Um, did we want to say any more about Semi Pro or Invincible? I did a whole show one on when we talk about these one on ones. I did a whole one on one with Mike Olson on this. So we go into a little bit more depth about some of the ins and outs of it. Um, the one thing I will say that I said in that show, but I'll say here, it really captures the ABA and it makes it a caricature of the ABA, but it really captures just this like ridiculousness, even just the opener where he's singing his song, love me sexy in front of like no audience. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the ABA. Yeah. I love semi pro. Um, I think it's one of Will Ferrell's more underrated uh, comedies. I understand it's not like an amazing movie, but there's some iconic scenes from that movie for me. Like, the foul double foul after the first ever alley oop, like stuff like that just like sticks in your head. Um, like the scene where they're all like include or, you know, the montage where they're just complete, where it keeps showing the newspapers and they're just completely flubbing attendance numbers and (laughs) stuff. All of that, like there's a lot of parts of that movie that stick out in my head. So I, I think it's really funny and that it's underrated, but I understand it's not going to get far in this tournament and that's probably fair. Um, for invisible, invincible, um, <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> I don't, I just really loved it. I don't know. It's just, a, it, and it's, pen, it's going up against Rudy and it's similar in the sense yeah, that it is. Uh, it's a bartender, a 30 year old bartender who wants to get his, like, who was good at football and like really tries to get out there and he represents Philadelphia and ends up playing on the Eagles. And, and it's same with Rudy, like just the underdog mentality. I don't know. I thought I, 
I think it's better than Rudy. Is that is that like that? Some people are saying Ooh. that. Well, I like that, both. That movies. is a scorching hot take. Uh, I don't know what it is. That's man. what uh, that's what Ryan Gunsberg said. Like, RK said Rudy. Oh, yeah, Drew and I are like. I was shook fine right with like now. maybe they're close and comparable, <laughs> and let's have a fun conversation. Rudy's not good. It's not a position I am prepared to. Accept. RK says that Rudy's. Um, Overrated, and I've seen a lot of people on Twitter recently take that take. I love both I movies. Gr- I happen to agree. Grew up loving both of them. I love Rudy. I don't love Mark Wahlberg in that movie. Can I say because I think he plays a little bit more too much of the like Steven Spielberg staring at the camera with wonder. Mm. Like there's a lot of like that. there's a lot of like you're not playing a part right now. You're just kind of looking. Just wondering. Yeah, just wondering. Just wondering. Yeah. I Pensive see. I feel, but it's part of the, the it's part of that character. I, yeah, I just wish it's a very <laughs> pensive wondery character. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so we're getting a bar and I, I do remember because at the very end they show the actual player, right? Yeah. And, and I remember being like, oh God, it looks nothing. And like, <laughs> even his spirit is different. He's like all happy and excited and joking. Definitely. Around. And Mark Wahlberg just plays like, it with like a heaviness that you're like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Bits, I guess. We'll see. There's a lot of people calling the upset. I don't think it's gonna happen, so I gotta pour There's one a, out for my fave. Really? Well, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll add a vote. That'll, that'll Thanks. change the tide. It has a good soundtrack, if I remember too. It does. Like, it has a really good soundtrack. Drew, question for you: yeah. uh, the longest yard that's included in the mile high bracket. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming the old one. Uh, yeah, you know it's funny. I almost very specifically didn't. I love that. Didn't yeah, pick yeah. One I love one. that yeah. because I actually think the new one is kind of dope. It's not like the old one's the better movie in every way. Yeah. With, with, with the not again, Adam Sandler is as Burt. Well, though Adam Sandler's in both. Um, but. I, I I think that um, I'm sorry, Burt Reynolds is in both. Um, I, I just wait. What I, I knew I had just said something backwards. Like what did I, I just mess up? <laughs> Burt Reynolds is in both. Um, but I, I I think most people will assume the old one and go with that. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of so. So there are a few others on here that I did want to give shout outs to because I think they're going down and I put them in the bracket and over some of the ones that yeah. you wanted. Um, Just the fighters. It's the only one that the, I feel like we and, and so the yeah, number... I feel like that's a big miss. Like that's a <laughs> and, and so what the 16 seed is in that bracket, which is a movie I have to absolutely stand because I don't think a lot of people have seen it, is Bend It Like Beckham, which uh, is legitimately a great soccer movie and it's a great culture movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, I, I can't, it, it, for all ages, it's one of those ones where I think it's more in Sandlot territory than yeah. Space Jam and Mighty Ducks, which are more definitely for yeah, kids. It's, I would agree. Um, not quite all right, to Drew, Sandlot's you convinced level. me I'm going to watch it. Okay. I have not watched there that one. <laughs> I think you'll really like Bend It Like Beckham. There's definitely, um, some that I've just heard things from that I pretty much know a lot of the movie, but have never actually yeah. watched Yeah, it. And it's not going to, you know, blow you away. It's they, they become friends and they win a soccer game. It's not, you know, We spoilers. have Cool Runnings on here as a movie that are, that get eliminated. Are we yeah. In, no, are we I sure? don't. No. I think Cool Runnings might make a deep run. And it's going I really do. Are you kidding? Who, is, fact, it, who yeah. is it up against? I was going to say, in fact, if anything, I should give a shout out to its first round victim, which is the higher seed but it's because it's the better movie in every single way it's better acted it's better written it's more interesting thematically it's what movie is it up against? it's the damned united which oh. is a soccer movie that nobody has seen and okay. that's why it's going to lose to cool runnings yeah. which is a classic cool that everybody yeah. has classic. seen i think i watched it um 
in school, like when there's like uh, days where <laughs> why not? Oh, like rain movies. Yeah, yeah. it's a like rainy day. <laughs> I have the ten movies that are the school movies. And yeah, Cool Running is awesome. Uh, 100%. For some reason, you always watch Cool Running. Rainy day, <laughs> pull in the TV, the Selena big thick TV. Yeah, yeah you're, in the, you're in the pod. Come on, you're Spanish, Selena. Selena, don't speak Spanish. A lot of Hispanics. For some reason, they start it from the beginning every time, so you only watch the first forty minutes of the movie. Every time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I actually think we'll have more opportunities to talk about cool runnings. Yeah, definitely. Not um, um, I actually think that is a chance for one of the biggest upsets. I think in round two, cool runnings over Raging Bull might really happen. It's. I mean, I just see people it. are not going to have seen Raging Bull. I mean, obviously there will be a lot of people who have, but I'm saying we have a lot of people south of thirty. Uh, just before we move on really quick, I want to say if you're a Michael Sheen fan at all, the uh, he's been in all kinds of stuff. He's, he's phenomenal in The Damned United. Again, watch it if you haven't seen it, if you have a passing interest. This was a coach who got into an actual rivalry with Muhammad Ali. Mm. It's, it's a great story that not a lot of people know. And if you watch the movie, you'll agree it's phenomenal. Um, other low seeds on here. I, I, w- I only want to give a shout out to one movie in the baseball bracket, which is funny because there's so many we could talk about. But it's the 15 seed Hardball, uh, which is going to go down first round to Moneyball. Um, didn't make <laughs> Hardball <laughs> versus Moneyball. Yeah, I like did, it. Didn't title do that on purpose. But I don't think a lot of people know that movie or even necessarily think of it as a baseball movie. But it very much is, and it's super heavy with Keanu Reeves. And he's got a gambling problem, and you know it's very similar to the Mighty Ducks setup. And because he gets in trouble, he, he has to go and coach a little league team, and he doesn't want to be there. And then they end up teaching him as much as he ends up teaching them. But the conclusion to that movie: if you don't cry at the end of Hardball, you're dead inside. I I swear to you, it is the saddest movie on this list. Well, I gotta go see and, it now. I want to I want to die inside. Right. Uh, and so even what though, like, all? a lot of these movies are, you know, they conclude there's some big game at the end, they win the championship, or they don't win the championship or whatever. This, this movie concludes in a different way, but it yeah. uses baseball like as that. its metaphor set up, and I just... It's the, very powerful. My favorite Keanu Rubes movie. The underdog team trying to win the championship to me is a storyline I'm not usually interested in, because I'm interested in sports. Like, that's why we actually have sports. That's right. the fun thing about the real sports. The movies find a theme. Yeah. Uh, the one low seed in the basketball bracket that I threw in there because it's a personal favorite, but also exists in that territory where you're like, is this even a basketball movie for sure? Was Finding Forrester, which uh, there's there's a lot of basketball it, yeah, it is. in it. It is. It counts. Uh, I think it totally counts, but I actually think, you know, it's probably a better movie than like. He was going up against blue chips and some of these other things, but it's not a better basketball movie. Yeah, it's funny. That's interesting. Things, you know yeah, what I mean? Scale. Hmm. Uh, but Sean Connery and uh, I can't remember the the lead actor in that movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, but they're just phenomenal. It's more a movie about like writing and being creative than it is about basketball. Um, but it's it's there as a backdrop. Mm. And my my pet project for the football bracket was Gridiron Gang. I'd watch The Rock read the dictionary. He gives like five inspirational speeches. I also love that that one is taken directly from like footage. Like a lot of the stuff that's said in that movie was was real. Like that actual coach gave those speeches. And so the fact that they're inspirational adds a little bit more of a punch because it's a very true story. Does anybody else have any lower seeds they've nope. got to shout out? No, I don't think so. So pour one out. 
<laughs> for, for the low seeds. Do we want to run through these last couple of topics here really quick? Yes. Uh, who is the quintessential it. sports movie actor? Kevin Costner appears in five movies on the list. Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, For Love of the Game, Tin Cup, Golf Movie, and Jeez. Draft Day. Wow. Wow. Football movie. He's got to be the leader. Kevin Costner is the one that, like, when I think of, like, sports movies, like, he's the actor that comes to my head first. I can see that. We mentioned uh, Will Ferrell, who's in, surprisingly, somehow four, Blades of Glory, <laughs> right. Semi-Pro, Talladega Nights, and Kicking and Screaming, which I have not seen, but All I'm right. sure it's great. I've seen one Kicking and Screaming, the Noah Baumbach one, which I like, but oh, not yeah. the, uh, the, the, the art house film, I guess. Ali, uh, you had brought up Mark Wahlberg earlier. He's in a, in a few. Um, and then also, I was going to say, Michael B. Jordan has been in quite a oh, few as well. Oh, he oh, has. That's great. Yeah. And oh, I, I loved him in Creed. Um, Creed, in Creed is too. so good. But he's been in quite a few that we've named so far. So. Oh, because he – yeah, actually, which ones are they? What Here, is his uh, filmography? I got his thing up. Hold on. Yeah, his sports movies. It is You're right, loading. he is. That's a great one. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Um, he's in Hardball. Killmonger. Creed. Black Panther. Oh, yeah, he's in Hardball. I forgot. He's in Hardball. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's I guess he's in too. <laughs> I feel like Coach Words Matter. That's a yeah. Creed 2. Um, huh. That might be it. NBA. Oh, he's in the video game. I feel like I've seen him in. Oh, yeah. He was the main character. That's, that's I was like, wasn't he in a basketball movie? No, Michael B. Jordan voiced for NBA 2K. I think it was 17 or 18. Really? Did like the story. He's like the main character you play as. He was also in um, the TV series Friday Night Lights. Oh, there you go. Which is that one? Yeah, was a big yeah, one yeah. that there you go. brings right. your. All right. Yeah, he's. You know what? He's a good one. And honestly, he's young. He's only thirty-two. I could see him being, continuing to be in sports movies for. Absolutely. He seems like a good one. Adam Sandler's in a lot. We t- we've talked about Waterboy, right. obviously, and and uh, a Happy Gilmore, Uncut Gems. So, but I, yeah. I think Kevin Costner is probably the winner of this. Yeah, he's he's been all over I these agree. movies for a while. Uh, we already talked about which sport lends itself best to movies. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some, some athletes who end up in movies. Go going the other way. Uh, some, we were talking about some of our favorite. I always my weird example of this is always Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Game of Death. So good, <laughs> being like the the top of the, the pagoda, final the final boss of Bruce Lee's. <laughs> uh, a movie, the the movie that Bruce Lee never got to fully finish filming because he died. Um, but it's you can get like the. 60-minute version of it or the 50-minute version of it. I, I highly recommend. It's incredible. And then when he gets to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but Kareem does a good job in it, like, for, with the kung fu part of it. Like, he actually, the fight scene well, is he pretty he trained good. under Bruce Lee for years. It's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I think, is a black belt. Really? Um, and, and was trained by Bruce Lee for a number of years, yeah. He's so long. Like, the, the contrast between the two of them is actually hilarious. In the, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Right. He's also in Airplane, and he's great. Yes. Mm, yeah. yes. He's great. Of course, um, a long, distinguished acting career for Shaqtus, for, <laughs> she, the big, well, for the big Shaq. Shaq has been in a lot, and he's also been, like, small parts in a lot, right? Like yeah. he, So he has been a, the star of several, but he also makes all these cameos. He yeah. really does, which also LeBron James recently made a cameo in the train wreck. Yeah. Um, oh, he was great he was in that fun. movie. He was, he was really Would you funny. Call that a cameo? Uh, was he more of a real character? He was more of like a he was big a real character, character in that movie. He was like yeah. the fourth or fifth most important <laughs> character. I haven't watched that movie. Uh. Um, I pulled up a list in something that made me laugh that you will know, Drew, is that Andre the Giant was oh, WWE. Oh, yeah. 
F. Uh, he yeah. was in The Princess Bride. Oh, yeah, no, he's great. He's There's like a, a great history. I mean, obviously, The Rock is No more is rhymes. Like the, I really mean it. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> I love The Princess Bride. There's a great history of, of wrestlers in, in film. Oh, um, The Rock. If we're yeah, counting wrestlers, I mean, obviously, I mean well, come definitely on. definitely The Rock. Obviously, The Rock. That's the big one. John Cena is in a bunch of stuff now. Oh, yeah. He's been pretty funny in Hulk some Hogan things. Hulk Hogan was in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, Jesse the Body Ventura. Uh, wasn't Jesse Ventura in the original Predator? Um, he's, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Brett Favre was in one. Who else? We've got a bunch. I mean, the the guy who tried to be a movie star and kind of failed was Shaq. Yeah. No, I would say I he mean, succeeded. Uh, when, <laughs> he tried to be a rapper, he succeeded movies. in that. So, yeah, he's in a bunch of movies. You, see, the thing about Shaq is he didn't have to be great because Shaq is so larger than life that he didn't yeah. have to be great. Like, he gets to be... Is it Kazam or Shazam? Kazam. Kazam. And it okay. is one of the most bizarre movies Kazam you will ever so watch. Weird. He gets to be it because he's so like just right. weird naturally. You got to be Steel and like the worst. Whenever people are like, Batman versus Superman was the worst <laughs> comic book movie I've ever seen. It's like, that's because you didn't watch Shaq play Steel in 1995. <laughs> I'll give you the actor, the, the athlete that's actually the best actor. Even better than The Rock. What? Blake Griffin. He's not famous enough. Terrible. He's not. No, I'm telling Terrible you. Terrible opinion. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, he's not, not famous movies. enough. He is phenomenal. Well, the commercials. Origin? He does stand up, oh. but he does he does so many things, and he actually does his character like he, you know, like stand up is acting too. Like you, sure. You yeah. He nails it. He is. Fun, he's honest to God. I a never great oh, he's actor. been in a lot of movies. Who? Blake Griffin. No, he's good. I'm like, telling you, it's not, not, not like Shaq Good, where it's like he can play a whatever. And we can all pretend, you know, that it's, it's not. not yeah, exactly. No, Blake Griffin is actually a good actor. Um, someone that on this list is Jim Brown, who I was reading in the oh, yeah. hundred oh, yeah. years of the NFL book uh, that I got for oh, Christmas God. about him and how the fact that he left the NFL after being uh, 29 years old and winning right. two Super Bowls or playing in um, two Super Bowls and left to go be a yeah. m- well, actor. he was being offered more money for a single movie than he was going to make it. In the season, which is so, crazy like, yeah, to well, think of like, that time period the way those yeah salaries in football were just not nearly what they are now. So uh, he was like, oh, I can go be a movie star and make twice as much money. You know who's also like Blake Griffin, Peyton Manning, great yeah. actor. So, he does a great job. It's great super commercials. fun. And, yeah. Perfect segue because you brought me to a new category, which is <laughs> SNL. Uh, Peyton okay. Manning, Eli Manning, Charles Barkley. And just a couple of oh, nights Chuck. ago, no, you know what? Charles Barkley on SNL blew. I thought he was going to be awful, and he was not awful. Um, and that happened again just this last weekend with somebody. I, I was like, oh, really? We're doing this? J.J. Watt. Oh, he was great. Oh, he yeah. was really good. Yeah. I wouldn't go with great, but he was good. As far as yeah. athletes was funny. go, I thought oh, he yeah. was really funny. Uh, oh, yeah. I've seen athletes go on that show and do, and just embarrass yeah, just themselves. Them. Yeah. Like, a- A-Rod has come on a couple of times oh, to God. do, like, one-off A-Rod's skits. a like, no charm no, in my opinion. No. <laughs> Pate Manning and his commercials So good. Blake Griffin is the exact so same. Yeah. My favorite SNL sketch of all time is the Peyton Manning That's what, on yeah. the field with kids. With the little kids. They're not like. running routes right. He's screaming at the children, uh, throwing footballs at them. I, I hate to say it because this is a tough one, but I actually think I know who the best athlete turn actor is. It's still The Rock, but go ahead. O.J. Simpson. I know. Oh. I saw that on. Oh, did you? <laughs> I yeah. saw it it's, on the list. I think I decided like to not talk about it. He's actually a pretty good because, actor. Yeah. He does a very good job, and he took it like very seriously. Well, many Mike people Tyson. would say that he's a good actor. <laughs> Mike, for other Mike Tyson's in movies. Mike Tyson's in the Shack category, where it's, he's always on the show. He was on the Hangover. Yeah, yeah. 
but Mike he Tyson was, had he a Broadway playing, show that like was, did really well. He was playing Mike Tyson. He was also playing Mike Tyson. Right, in the right. True. Yeah, right. that's true. He's always been playing Mike Tyson. Like Shaq is just such a compelling person that he. We just like, yeah, I want to see him do. Someone's something. like, put him on stage for an hour. People yeah, laugh. Like, <laughs> I have more of a basketball question for you, Adam. I saw a lot of people saying that LeBron went to the Lakers so that he can start pursuing that type of career mm-hmm. in also Hollywood. Do you think of oh, after seeing Trainwreck with him in it? Do you He's think so it's not that. just that he has his own productions? Do I mean LeBron's so much bigger than just being an actor? This is how it's like. There's layers to it. He's not an actor. He's a producer. Like yeah. he has yeah. his own studio. He has uh, a show too. He's got his TV the shows, Barber Talk shows. Do- that yeah. one, but he also did. Um, what's the what's the scripted one that he did? LeBron's scripted one. Gosh. I don't know. No, you guys are all gonna know it once I once I put it out. Or do we think athletes are gonna? after their career continue to transition to try and be more because it's all about your brand now there's instagram you're instagram famous i do but cameos like i think it takes a specific type of athlete i think you have to be not not just to be an actor but to be like a producer to own your own production like you have to be like lebron levels of influential to do that in my in my opinion i could be wrong um well he's survivor's remorse um that's oh right 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 right, right. but no he um very like like Michael Jordan, LeBron very sort of smart in seeing around the corner. So yeah, it would have been weird to have think all these actors wanted to be rappers or actors or whatever. Or this or that, and I think he saw like oh even bigger than that. Why don't I create my own shows, my own movies, and get my own team? And and so yeah, I mean he's so yes. There's no question that a large part of it was that, but also a large part of it was that the Cleveland Cavaliers no brand power. Yeah, the Los yeah. Angeles Lakers. All so the brand ridiculously <laughs> large reach that it's just yeah it's not. I, f- I feel like a lot of actors with today's day and age, it is about your brand and building it and seeing how far that takes you after your career in sports. I think LeBron, like Michael, like Michael Jordan, hasn't played for twenty years. He's an institution. Like you know him from Jordan's shoes. You right. I think LeBron's going to be the exact same way in that he's just going to be. Just so, yeah. so he's going to be around even after he's done with basketball because he'll be around in different ways. Yeah, I mean, but not a great actor. There's also, I was gonna say, there, there's also. It's funny we talked about how baseball lends okay. itself best to to being dramatized, but baseball players are, are probably the worst actors in the world. <laughs> they did a really neat thing a few years ago. Actually, I watched it in preparation for this, where they had a bunch of different um, guys in the game of baseball read the famous "People Will Come" speech, and it's really well done as best as they could do it. And actually, there was one part that really tugged at my heartstrings because Jose Fernandez is in it. And so that was like, oh, right, um, brutal. But um, they're not good at reading the dialogue. They're just not. It's yeah. like you only had one sentence to read, and it came off really stilted and stiff. It gives you a- appreciation for even Hollywood actors who are bad, for even like the people who you're like, that guy sucks. You're <laughs> like, it's not easy to just read a line of dialogue. If you think it is, watch a random athlete try to – do a commercial like that this is fun but i'm already excited for next year and seeing if we do document i feel like documentaries that's that's gonna be like there's so many great 30 for 30s just so many i'm excited for that but this is fun every year 
And it's just really going to be interesting to see who advances to the final You say light, but there's 100% going to be somebody out there who unfollows the account because they're (laughs) like, this stupid is not a six seed, it's a two seed, and like, whatever. People get so into it. I love it. People have been like, Brennan just made a tweet uh, from our main account that was like, we've successfully upset Everyone. <laughs> oh, there are already 23 replies to yeah, the bracket. Being oh, like, I can't oh, wait to read these. Good. I only spent all of last week on it. Worried that everyone <laughs> People don't understand how hard it is to come up with 64. Like that, Part of it was we limited ourselves. Each bracket, you know, baseball, football, hockey and basketball, miscellaneous. But part of it is just that any t- you could think of like the 64 best Nuggets players ever, and you'll forget somebody, and it's like, oh, man, I can't believe we did this. It's very, very difficult yeah. to come up with. But no I matter mean, what, the way to approach this is if your movie, if your favorite movie, like mine is Invincible, is at 14, you, you campaign. For it. You campaign. And you try and get, and you make sure that you're voting, and that way you can try and make an impact on this because we just made a list. You guys are all the ones voting. Yeah. So go vote. Have your voice heard, and we'll see who makes it to the final round. I love it. Great work, everybody. So, yeah, um, every day we're going to be tweeting out. These polls are going to come out every day based on the rounds, and we're going to update the brackets and the graphics and stuff as well. So make sure you follow along all week. It should be a lot of fun. And then I believe we're posting the champion next Monday morning. Yes. All right, so make sure you're following everybody on social media. You're subscribing to all of the different podcast accounts. And, of course, you're subscribing to the DNVR.com. We're going to be doing all kinds of fun stuff all the time. You don't want to miss out on any of it. For Ali Monroy, Adam Mares, Kale Sorbo, I've been Drew Creaseman. This has been a lot of fun, and we will see you next time.